From RealGhostStoriesOnline.com, this is Real Ghost Stories Online, the podcast. It's group therapy for the paranormally affected. That's what we do every single night here at Real Ghost Stories Online. Take your calls, share your stories, 855-853-4802 is the phone number to call in, 855-853-4802. It's a toll-free call, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Call in, share your story with us, and we may play it back on a future episode of Real Ghost Stories Online. Of course, you can always write in as well. Right now, asking you to become an EPP. A lot of folks have been asking for the last several months, how can we help support this show that you guys put out there for free every day? Well, we figured out a way for you to do it and give you something extra in the process. Uh, It's not just only supporting the show. We want to thank you again uh, with some extra stuff uh, if, if you do uh, care to help support the show. And that's by becoming an EPP. You get a bonus episode of the show every single week. You also get access to some exclusive video and extras that we're going to be putting out throughout the year. And you're going to know that you're supporting the show and the community that we work really hard to uh, to help you know, garner up and 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 share the stories and really you know work together. You know, just to, to kind of be a sounding board for this this topic of ghost stories that that does affect us all. You become an EP, an EPP. You go to our website, Real Ghost Stories Online. Click on that uh, become an EPP button, and it's it's only a five dollar a month donation through PayPal. You can go all the way up to fifteen if you so care, but uh, five dollars is really all you need to do. And uh, you get all that bonus stuff. I know that you are also supporting our show. Because it's not free doing the show. There's a lot of costs involved, bandwidth, uh, production, all of that. Uh, so it, it all goes to help uh, help with those costs. So we thank you in advance for becoming an EPP. On today's show, we have an interview for you with someone who's been a, a frequent caller to our show and provided us with a lot of insight. Miss Cisco is uh, is joining us today, and uh, I, I don't want to say it's like an introduction to Cisco because I feel like we already know her pretty well. Yeah, but this is our first chance yeah. to actually get to conversate yeah. with her. You know, we've all enjoyed her wonderful stories mm-hmm. that she's called in and shared. Sure, and uh, this is the chance for us to. You know, to to revisit some of those and to also, you know, go a little bit more in depth into, you know, what it is she is able to do. Yeah. And get some insight, you know, into her background and what uh, what brought her to have an interest in this topic as well and in some of her abilities uh, as, as an empath and, and a sensitive. So uh, without further ado, joining us uh, on tonight's episode Cisco, thank you so much for joining us at Real Ghost Stories Online. To start out, let's just uh, kind of jump into it. Give us a little bit of insight into your background and 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 your experience, your interest in real ghost stories. Wow. Okay. It's a wide ranging uh, topic, I know, but the, <laughs> you're good at telling long form stories, so go ahead. <laughs> I, I know my my children call me Stephen King woman, and they swear that's a good thing, and I'm not sure it is, but. Um, <laughs> okay, uh, basically, uh, I didn't find it, it found me, as most people uh, in, in, that have any kind of ability, however small, it, you usually start discovering you have it, and with a lot of kids, I started having, um, seeing people that I thought were people, okay. that, uh, and then you start um, telling people, you know, your family or whatever, hey, do you see, no, they, they don't see them, and then you start learning to stop telling people you see them mm-hmm. and then you start trying to find out. So I was lucky enough to have, um, my mom was a single mom, it, you know, and, uh, 
she would tell me she was one of those moms that said, is, uh, if you don't understand something, go look it up. Mm-hmm. Go read a book. And uh, the libraries got real sick of me <laughs> because I kept digging and digging and digging and I wanted to understand and that's what started it. How old were you when you started realizing you were seeing people that weren't really people? You know, I don't, I don't know. Um, probably very young. I think the youngest, uh, the first story I called in with was probably the earliest memory of, and that was the, I don't know if you remember, but it was a farmhouse in Jackson, the Re- uh, Revolutionary War soldier. Yeah, okay. with the red ribbon. The red ribbon does not, is not, not just, oh, it blows your mind. It is, yes. <laughs> yes. It just, they never cease to amaze me, the stuff, and wow, what a thing that was. But I also, at a young age, um, my family soon kind of all took off after that. My siblings are much older, and unfortunately, my mom and dad broke up. But it was one of those households where my dad was not having it. You didn't talk about it. So if my sister saw something or somebody else saw something, they they were afraid to speak of it, if Mm -hmm. that makes sense. So I learned real young, you don't just talk about this. Okay. You know, because that, that causes trouble. If that makes any sense. Sure. Sure. Yeah. So, uh, and then it was, I don't know how many years later, I'm not real good with numbers, but I don't know how many years later, I'm going to say at least 20, where I'm sitting there, and that's when everything started coming together as far as that memory, you know, mm-hmm. and um, the whole pantry thing and everything. We're not really, do you remember that part where they were tearing down the wall and found the hidden staircase? Yeah, that was that was probably the one of the, the best parts, you know, that's where it tied it all together of that story. And they found I, the letters with the ribbon, so. With the ribbon. And then there was other stuff, but every, all my sister, I guess my sister was sitting in the kitchen when it was happening, and my dad just gathered up all the things that were found in there and went and threw them out. And we had, it was an old farmhouse and he was out there burning the stuff. So who knows what was there? Yeah. You know, who knows? And there's what's lost. And I really think, and I know it sounds strange, but I think that really fueled a lot of the determination um, as I started to get a little older and and learning more about it. And of course my mom died when I was really young. She was very sick for a long time. And, um, books are my friends. You know, we didn't have internet back then. We didn't have, you know, shows, um, like they do now, you know, everything was very hush hush. Um, to take you back in time, uh, (laughs) here we go before you were born. Um, we had, uh, maybe, um, coal shack, and uh, the, this crazy guy ran around and uh, all real cheesy now, but he went out investigating the supernatural. He was a TV reporter and he went out and, you know, there might be a Dracula in the boatyard or this, that, and the, you know, it was a Friday night thing, I think. And mm-hmm. then we had like, um, oh, gosh, in search of, remember Leonard Nimoy in search of, and every once in a while they talk about a haunted something. But other than that, it was all books. Mm-hmm. And I can remember going to the library very young and going up to the lady and, um, back when they had the Dewey Decimal System, you had sure. to look through the cards. Yeah, and say, <laughs> and I was in a hurry. My mom would like, like I beg my mom take me to the library, and I go running in, and I'm short on time. I ask the lady, uh, "Can you tell me where uh, the ghosts are?" I'll never forget the look on her face. <laughs> and she just looked at me. She's standing there looking down at me over her glass, and then she goes, "You know." Can you repeat that, please? I said, yeah, the ghost story. And she pointed over and she told me the number and I went and looked and I was so disappointed I started pulling the books off because of the, the silly ones about the, the um, you know, the things that go bump in the night kind of stories for sure, kids. Sure, sure. And I'm like, what? Hold on a minute. Go back. 
I'm like, no, no, the true ghost stories. And she looks down at me with such conviction. There are no true ghost stories. <laughs> oh. Do you know what I'm saying? Yes. Yeah. And then finally, I'm like, oh, well, can you give me the scientific whatever? She took me over to the spot, and uh, I found some stuff, and then I found Hans Holzler. Okay. And I was I was on a ride. Okay. Because I think he is one of the best ghost hunters, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Before it was cool. <laughs> sure. Sure. Yeah. Have you ever heard of him? And, and I have. I remember hearing interviews with him on the old Coast to Coast with Art Bell in the uh, 90s. Yeah, right? Yep. Shh. Yep, and he believed in taking in a trans a little little cassette recorder and a trans medium to get it all. And a trans medium, if you don't know, is when it goes into a trance mm-hmm. and lets the spirit come in and channel. So he could ask them questions. Okay, you know, this is this and this is that. And they believed in, um, you know, trying to help the spirit, mm-hmm. you know, and move it on. You know, sure. yeah, that's one of my number one. If I did sell a T-shirt, it would say ghost ghost for people too. That would be my T-shirt. <laughs> you know, I like to that. try to put the. Don't you, you know, we got to put the feeling back into it. And I honestly think that in, in, I'm not just, you know, saying this, but I think this show is trying to do that in some ways, you know, because there's a feeling a ghost puts off when it shows up and, you know, you're scared and we're always scared of what we don't understand, Mm -hmm. you know? And let's, let's talk about that for a second. Um, I don't mean to interrupt your story, but since since you did bring that up, um, that is something that we, we get, um, you know, a lot of feedback on, um, and sometimes some pushback from some folks as to, Mm -hmm. you know, what their, their belief systems are. And, and I respect everyone's belief system. You know, everyone can, can have their own. Um, but some people feel very, very strongly on that topic of, of what ghosts are. Um, and I think uh, in, in, on this side uh, of, of the mic here in the studio, we kind of almost uh, I kind of almost categorize it into four different areas. And I'll share these with you. And then I'd, I'd love it if you could share your insight with us. Um, I, I've come to the conclusion after all of the stories we've heard and, and whatnot that you have people ghosts that were once living and walking the earth and you have good ones. Mm-hmm. And you have bad ones, just as there's mm-hmm. nice people and bad people. I think you can have the same thing on the other side as a ghost. But still, they were once people and are still essentially a ghost person. And then mm-hmm. there's the other side of things, I feel, where there's demonic entities that were never people and were never walking the earth as a human being. And there's also good things, essentially what you'd call an angel. The, again, probably never walking the earth, but still something that is out there. So almost four kind of different categories is, is where I, I tend to, to look at things. Where do you weigh in on that, that topic? Well, I think you're spot on. Okay. okay. And then you've got to look at those categories and you got to put them up on like a visual, visualize a board and every category has a subcategory and those categories have subcategories. Sure. Sure. So if you're looking at it, and if, if, if I can, I'll kind of give you my take on, on what I've seen and what I've kind of, all right? Mm-hmm. You've got residual, mm-hmm. okay? Now, residual is basically not an intelligent haunting. It's, I cannot explain the science of this. I am not a scientist. Mm-hmm. And the only letters that I have after the name Cisco is now newly EPP. Oh. There's no, <laughs> <laughs> there's no PhD. There's no... <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate that. Thank you. <laughs> there you go. That's the only letters I have after my E-P-P. name. So. <laughs> EPP. 
So, <laughs> and I plan on introducing myself that way just to startle people <laughs> and see what they think of me. But yeah, do you have the residual? And um, that that seems to be, and you know, Tony, you're probably right, be able to explain it better than I can. But do you remember how old, uh, um, back when records were wax? And the needle just, you, you, you sang the song into the thing and the needle cut it into the wax. Do you know what I mean when they printed records? When they printed them, yes, yes. Okay. Very similar, it has been explained to me, where it's just an imprint mm-hmm. on, um, you know, there's uh, electromagnetic uh, uh, frequencies out there. And they're sure. all around us. just like, you know, the Wi-Fi is there. We can't see it, but it's there, you yep. know. Yep. So that's an imprint. Usually set by strong emotion. Okay. Okay. I cannot explain the ships and the trains. Mm-hmm. I've been trying to work on that one. I got nothing. Yeah. <laughs> I know they're there. I know people have seen them, but I got nothing. Sure. I mean, you know? and that's where I almost think maybe, you know, it is, maybe it goes beyond emotion with those sort of things. Maybe it's energy. It's, you know, sometimes, yeah. you know. Well, you got to think if it's, a, if it's a train or if there's a ship, people were on it, and maybe the collective emotion of that has something to do with it. Or maybe, you know, it's just dimension. I'm a, I'm a firm believer, and there's other dimensions. And, sure. You know, and rips in time and the thinning of the veil and the whole shebang, mm-hmm. I, you know. Okay, so you got residual, and then, um, then you've got um, the next thing that would be um, uh, – your, now, there's one that confuses me a little. It seems to be residual, and then you can have a residual <clears throat> with intelligence involved. And what I think that a good example of that is, have you ever heard of the elevator in Gettysburg that went down? Yeah, it goes down to the floor? basement, and it opens, and it's the, the hospital or the infirmary down there. Yeah, it's basically um, right where they where they were doing all the operations on the the uh, it looked like a Civil War hospital in mm-hmm. there, right? And that's what was going on um, at, on that property at the time. Well, the two ladies that I think the two ladies that that happened to read three separate accounts of that, and I and I talked to um, one of the people that talked to them immediately after the fact. They were still there um, at the Gettysburg College. And uh, they didn't want anything to do with it. They didn't want their names out there. They didn't want anything. Intended me to believe it. But the thing that stuck with me was when that elevator went down. It went down on its own. Of course, they had no control. The door stayed open, but they stayed open long enough for one guy, one surgeon, to look up, catch, make eye contact with them, and plead to them. Mm-hmm. So I think that that's kind of a combination of both. So like, I'm down here. I've got this. Get me help. And that's when I hear a lot about, you know, ghosts that are asking for help. We just don't know what to do. Yeah. You know, can you get somebody in here? And that's why a lot of ghosts ask for attention. Okay. okay. Then you've got, <clears throat> excuse me, the ghost that is past that, of course, was a human being. And ghosts are human beings, spirits and entities and stuff or other things. But, um, and you can say spirit and mean ghosts. It's the same thing. It's okay. Mm-hmm. But um, they are the ones that have passed and are... Um, confused in some way, or choose they're on this side of, let's call it the light, crossing over, they're on this side of it, mm-hmm. and either got confused when they when they passed, or uh, chose to stay for some reason, being unfinished business or something else, um, or fear. They, don't, they know they're here, they don't know what's over there, I'm staying here. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? And then you've got the ones who pass and come back via visitation. Okay. For some reason. And those are usually the ones that contact me. 
this, you know, like if I'm walking up with a lead energy, and I can explain that when you're ready. But um, those are the ones that I usually hear. Okay. Um, so okay, and go ahead. Okay, so so those they've actually crossed over into the light, but they can come back just on their own or choose when to come back. But it's almost like they can come and go. Is that how that works? You know what it seems to be, sweetie. It really seems to be, and okay. it's usually for a short time, and it usually only has to do something with love. Do you see what I'm saying? And I can explain if, if you if you like this might help too. Yeah. Have you ever heard of the vibrations, the high vibration, low vibrational emotions? Have you ever heard that theory? I have I not. Have, no. Okay. Now that's a good one to look up, check out because it's really cool. You have your high vibrational emotions. Now. Again, we're going to try to keep spirituality and religion out of this, but it's kind of like talking about candy bars without mentioning chocolate or nuts. It's hard, but we're going to try. You have your higher vibrational emotions, which are love and, um, oh, wait a minute, better than that, unconditional love, joy, um, peace, that kind of thing. And that's considered the brightest, warmest light. Then you have the direct opposite of that. The direct opposite of that will, of course, mean the absence of all those things. Mm-hmm. And then you have everything in between. So you've got your lower vibrational emotions like greed, hate, anger, regret, things like that. And they're heavier emotions. They, they vibrate on a lower vibration. Okay. And that's the only scientific kind of way I can explain that. But it's just real easy if you take all the science out of it and you think... You know, when I'm happy and I feel good, I feel lighter and I feel, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But when you feel depressed, you feel low. It's that kind of a deal. And there's a lot wiser people out there that can explain it better than I just did. But I find it's very true. And it seems that via some of the spirits that I've seen and other people that um, that I've learned from and teachers and, and things like that, they explain it that once... You cross into the light. You're, you seem to go through like a, I guess your soul goes through um, rejuvenation of some kind. And you start dropping off all those lower vibrational things. Okay. If that makes sense. And some people don't start out higher and some, you know, and some don't. And you just kind of keep going until really all that's left is the love and the warmth and uh, that that kind of thing. And that's why when people come back, I usually get messages of love. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? And you can look this up from many, many, many different mediums that, that, that'll tell you, even if the person went through a horrible death with lots of questions and the people here on earth or, or, or excuse me, that, that was said wrong, the people left behind are concerned. What happened? And what were they thinking? If they come back enough to give a message, it's usually, they're not concerned with that anymore. It's just, I'm fine. You know, go on with your life. I love you. I'm okay. And that's one of the things I mean. It seems like the love is what lasts. Let, me, let me ask you this uh, on that, that topic, because that is, that is what we typically hear. Do you ever yeah. get messages from anyone on the other side saying not so positive things, saying trying to deliver a message of negativity to someone or a message to the other person on the other side, maybe a, a, a former loved one or someone, a one-sided loved one, uh, stating, I'm not in a good place? No. Okay. Not 
and I'll tell you why. Okay. Not, not, so there's not confusion. People are listening because people take one word and run with it. Sometimes they don't listen to the whole thing. Sure. So I'm going to explain it very, very, very carefully. Okay. When I get a message from someone who's boss, it's very evident to me because it goes through filters that I have. Do you remember the, the, the lady who sent in the EVPs? Mm-hmm. Let's forget about the EVPs for a second because some people aren't supposed to hear them. Okay. It's just, I can't explain that. I mean, it's like where your development is. You're not supposed to for another reason. Maybe somebody's protecting you is keeping from hearing it. Mm-hmm. There's a lot involved here. But um, I only have heard um, things of love and uh, we're okay from people that have crossed. And when people have crossed, I hear it differently. And I can't explain that, but I hear it differently. The feeling is different. Um, they're usually complete strangers. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not the kind of person that you can sit down at a table and go, can you tell me what I have in my pocket? Nope. Sure. Because you're already coming to me with negativity and I've blocked that. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah, Other people sure. can. Now, if they're stuck on this side, the answer would be yes. Okay. Because they're confused. Now, if you listen to the call, go back one day and listen to that call. She said it very quickly, but she said the, the EVP that was last that everybody thought they could hear that the suffering was suffering. Yeah. She told you really quick that she went through an automatic writing and got through her spirit guide. Mm-hmm. And I guess her, her angels or whatever told her that spirit was confused. That he, he was very confused, but we since we've gone to help him. And, and has been helped. I can't speak for her, mm-hmm. but that makes sense to me and people that, that I know. Okay. You know what I'm saying? If they can be confused, yes. Okay. Okay. On this side. Let me ask you something about what she's doing there, where, where she's trying to capture the EVPs. Um, okay. And is that, is that just as, as dangerous, if you will, for lack of a better term, as using a Ouija board, is that like opening up a door? It, it just essentially on a, a more technological level? Because that's something we talk about as well on the show quite a bit, you know, the Ouija board and things of that nature. But there seems to be so many other ways that people try to communicate and open up those doors now that we have all this technology beyond just a board and a, a, and a planchette. Um, it, are these new technology forms essentially modern versions of a Ouija board? Okay. I think that was like my second call because yeah. it scared the hell out of me. I think you asked the question. Um, I'm sorry to make the cuss. I'm just so determined. We're not because on live radio anymore, I, so. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I apologize. Um, it's, it, if it's the last thing I do and nobody, tomorrow's promise to no one. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I, I don't get to do a lot of good things in this world, but I get I try to do one every chance I get. Here's one. Here's one. Yes, it is, because it is the intent. And it's just like I called in the first time. I see it time and time again, and uh, people get all caught up, and they don't know. Mm-hmm. Now, have people used Ouija boards and automatic writing and things like that and had no problems? Sure. Have they had no problems that they know of? Sure. Did they leave the door open and walk away and think they and go daily life? And then later something happened and they're not even aware of it. I believe you had someone write in and say, what if, 
What if they're opening it and that comes in and that person wasn't the person that they wanted to bother because they were happy dappy and had the right protection around them, whether they knew it or not. Mm -hmm. And it jumped and it went over to the neighbor who Mm -hmm. was just on the break of and only needed a little push to go a little further. It's, It's a world you don't see. But, and that's why I'm saying uh, a lot of people that can see a psychic or transmuting, I, again, I am not. I know good ones. I'm not one. Sure. Um, that can uh, see. You know what? This was open over here, and this is what happened. Now we know what's going on. How many stories have you heard where somebody walked into a house? And they said, well, back in the 1940s, people did stuff on this land, and this is what happened. It's been open all the time. Mm-hmm. So, yes. Electronics, Yes. You know, obvious um, boxes, uh, things like that. Now, why can some people use them and not have that happen? Because they have the right filters. They know what they're doing, and they go through the ceremony, whatever it may be, of their own to put protection. And whether it's their spirit guides, the spirits, their angels, the God, whatever their higher power is, they're putting protection and saying only allow positive in. And they're putting on like kind of spiritual filter, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. And um, that's why some can and uh, are very careful. And then they go back and they make sure and they try to cleanse and close the door. The door is a lot harder to close than it is to open, if that makes sense. Let's talk about that for one second because, you know, it's one of those things where we talk about, you know, like, like using a Ouija board or, or people using automatic writing or, or you name it to try and, and essentially communicate or, or get something from, from the other side. And when you say that they go through uh, their ritual of, uh, you know, of, of keeping it positive and staying protected, what exactly does that mean? What is that to someone? What, what does someone do? to prevent something negative from entering, you know, when they go into that, whatever they're about to do, whatever they're about to embark upon. Okay. Well, now we're talking about candy bars without trying to mention chocolate or nuts. <laughs> sure. Well, I mean, and, and feel, you, know, you can give an example Name from one area. Yeah. You, can, you can feel free to give an example from one specific area. I mean, and people can take it for, for what it's worth and, and right. apply it to okay, their own. Well, all right, I'll tell you in two ways, and I'll try to make it quick. Sure. I have called in, and I try to be very careful, and I try to be very careful with my wording, and I tell um, people out there, um, it, wherever your love light is, wherever that wants, wherever that is, you know, where your higher power, okay? Um, and I also always say, whether it's Buddhist or Wicca, Hindu or Christian or Jewish or, you know, I name them all off. Sure. Um, because I have been taught by my elders and by my teachers, mm-hmm. and again, they are multiple across the board, mm-hmm. because I personally believe all wisdom is not found in one place. Mm-hmm. That does not believe, that does not mean that I don't know where my, um, my higher power is. Mm-hmm. I am very firm in what I believe there. Okay. Um, And I do believe in God and I do believe in Jesus and I do believe in in the Archangel Michael. And I'll tell you, (laughs) if I'm going into battle, my howitzers are going right up front. Sure. You know, and that's just, that's me and that's most people I know. Okay. But I've also been taught that if you have a love light and you're open-minded and um, 
like I know a lot of young people go to uh, drum circles and I see them all the time and I go, you know, and it's a wonderful experience. It's very much like church in the outdoor because everybody's very open and, and out and, and, um, and accepting and celebrating the diversity and not, do you see what I mean? Mm-hmm. There's a lot of love there and they know that if the next one needs something that they're open to put that out there. Now, it also depends on when you are someone like me or someone who's, believe me, much more educated, much more uh, with the ability than I am, they know that they go in there and they have what works for them and they put their protection on. And that would be, you know, the white light. Surround yourself with the white light. Mm-hmm. Some people put the white light of the Holy Spirit around them and they call on their angels and their spirit guides and their ancestors and everybody else who wants to come along and protect them. And they bring, them, they bring it all. And I know I do. Okay. And when you walk in to a situation, because you don't know what you're walking into, but they know. Mm-hmm. And then you have to walk in with the right intent mm-hmm. um, in your heart. Because I'll tell you something, as smart as you think you might be, um, with all the equipment in the world you might have, if you walk in there with the intent to provoke or to do these other things, they know it. Mm-hmm. Because they're very telepathic. You have to understand that. They, they can read your thought. They can read your mind and they can read your emotions just like an empath can. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, when you walk by, you pick that up. And they're much more in tune with that. So you also have to bring whatever that might work for them. Does that make sense? Sure. You, you can't be so involved in yourself and the only things you believe. If they're not believing that, if they're from 16-something Jamestown, mm-hmm. they're going to believe in something totally different. Mm-hmm. Okay, then what you might be carrying with you. Mm-hmm. So you you better know a little bit about all of it. Okay. Does that make sense? Sure. Sure. Let me ask you this about when, when people do go into or, or have things that are, are unexplained, maybe troubling them, surrounding them. What we often hear is that it was in some way invited in or a door was opened for it to come into their life. Is that always the case where they personally invited that in or can it be invited in by by another individual and they're completely oblivious to that this entity or whatever it may be was invited in well i'll tell you and i like i said i don't know everything on the subject and as far as those things i would tell people to go uh listen to some of the art bell interviews Mm -hmm. with um father malachi yeah um, I would tell to, uh, uh, to, to interview Joe. You should absolutely get Joe on because yeah. he sounds like he really knows what he's talking about. And again, I agree. I agree with, with the things that I've heard that he said. Mm-hmm. Um, I will also tell you, there, there's so many different ways and things. Okay. I know that if you have, if you have an ability and uh, you put off a light, okay, I know some people can see that. I, I cannot. I don't see auras. So I can't really comment. I only know what I've been told. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know whether those two things are the same or not. I don't. But um, I do know that if you're walking around in the darkness and you see a light, and I can tell you a little story that might explain that. You want to hear it? Yes. It's real short. Sure. Okay. There's, okay. Imagine the child from uh, Sixth Sense. I use him a lot because that was so on. That was so on. And I believe you saw a lot of emotion in his face and stuff. Did, do you guys see that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's a very okay. good movie. So you can so you can kind of see what I'm saying. Okay. Um, 
that was a child who had a light and did not know how to control it and probably had no idea he had that light. Okay. And they saw it and they came to him. They were, they were drawn to it. Now, <laughs> when you've got that, now you've got to think of a good, now what he dealt with was mostly ghosts that had not crossed yet. I don't know if you've noticed that mm-hmm. because nobody came to visit from the other side, you know, that was calm. And let me explain a little bit about that real quick. If you are a ghost that has not crossed yet, we call it you're caught in your death state. Have you ever heard that? No, I, have I haven't. Okay. Okay. So what that means, and other people have other words for it, but if you're caught in your death state, you appear as you did when you died. This is not a happy thing. Okay. You know, and, and, and having that just pop up. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, and I, it's okay for me to tell this story. I'm very careful, but I, this one I can tell. Um, there's a young girl I know, and, and, and she's trying to come to terms with this. She has no idea what was going on. She finally came through through channels, and I found out it through one of my channels. And um, they came to me after the fact and told me the story. And then came and said, well, what would you do? We need you to come on, because I'm a little bit of a, um, a calmer, okay. if, if you know what I mean. Sure. When I talk to Okay, so um, she, she's got it so bad that she's, you know, they're everywhere. And the minute she started to be aware of this, the light got brighter because she got more anxiety about it. Mm-hmm. And emotions have a lot to do with it, which is a lot of where you're poltergeist and kids coming of age and, you know, emotions and um, hormones and stuff. It's just the light gets brighter. Mm-hmm. And she didn't realize this, and she was having a hard time. And she went to help. And uh, she went to uh, a medium and um, two of my friends who happened to be with very lovely, lovely, wonderful people, very, um, very caring and loving to beautiful spiritual things. Very has to do with a lot of nature. Mm-hmm. And it's very close to Native Americans. Very sure. misunderstood. Very yep. misunderstood. Yep. So um, they went to help her and uh, they were going to go meet at the house. And she shouldn't. And one of the ladies is telling me this story. Very dear friend. And I went, oh, no. And she says, yeah. And immediately I knew what was going on here. Now you've got four people with light. Have you ever seen a grand opening at a mall? <laughs> yes. It's kind of like with Dawn the of the Dead. <laughs> but with with the what? <laughs> yeah. Yes. This is what I'm thinking. You know what I mean? And I'm like, oh, man. You know? And I'm like, okay. All right. You know? <laughs> let, me, let me go make some chamomile tea. Because yeah. it's going to be a long one. And she said, well, by the time the girl got to the door, I said, well, you don't have to tell me. It was like going through a mall full of people because everybody's drawn to this light. Let me tell you something. They're everywhere. Mm-hmm. And it's sad. It's so sad. So she gets to the door and, and she falls in the living room and she's just standing there and she probably looks like she ran a gauntlet. And she says, okay, you know, can you help me? And, and, and the one of the ladies said, sure. When do you want to start? She goes, how about now? There's three of them on your front porch. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They couldn't get in the door because they were putting protection down and they were doing a ceremony where everything was putting down a protection. Yeah. She says, okay, well, now we're going to try to deal with this now. Well, one of the ladies, God bless her, 1890s something, had been wandering around looking for kids. And something you might not understand, it doesn't have to have anything to do with that property. It could be somebody in the house that has a light they're drawn to, be an accident a mile down the street. It could be the land, it could be the house, it could be anything. People get so hung up on what happened in the house, the yeah. history of the house. Well, that might be, but it might not. 
so um, they go, and I said, well, what happened? What did you help the lady? She goes, yeah, we, we got her to walk over because they, but this lady was been around a bit, and she was calm. And they could not see her. Their abilities were different. This girl can see them. But when they spoke to her, they speak on a very quick, on a higher frequency, kind of like speaking to a fan and very broke up. Okay. That's why you hear mediums um, will say, will you symbols, symbolization. This girl hadn't learned that yet. Um, so that, does that make sense to you, symbolization? I don't know if you've ever seen a medium says, I'm getting a dozen red roses, and that means to me that he loves you. Sure. Okay. Sure. Have you ever heard that? Yep. Sure. That's, that's, that's an imprint of visual visualization that the spirit puts in the head mm-hmm. of the medium, and then the medium can interpret it. Okay. Okay. Um, I don't get that. But um, this this poor woman, she was able to, to, to get her to calm, the, the other girls were able to get her to calm down. So it was basically, I can't, I can't imagine what that looked like because it was like the spirit talking to her. She's trying to tell them what they're saying. They're telling her what to tell the spirit, and she's just standing there holding her face like, I can't, there's, there's too many, I can't, I can't, I can't, they won't stop talking. Mm-hmm. I cannot imagine what it was like for everybody in that group. Does that make sense to you? Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's just an overwhelming, it would be like if you were talking to living people, but they're all trying to talk at the same time, except they're not exactly. living. Exactly. Yeah. Now, some of them who have been around what I've seen have been in their death state or walking around. They know something's going on. Mm-hmm. They're just looking for the kit. Um, and if you've ever seen the others, did you see that one? That was crazy. I think so, yeah, yeah. Okay, that gave you the perspective of the ghosts and the people living in the house. Mm-hmm. You didn't realize, spoiler alert, you didn't realize at the, at the end that they, the people you thought were living were really the ghosts. Yeah, okay? yeah. So going back to this poor girl. All right, so they finally figured out a way to get the communication rolling there. Mm-hmm. A little round robin they had going on. And um, they got the lady to listen, and she was more apt to listen. She was more uh, receptive, mm-hmm. okay? And they told her, that uh, who they were looking for was in the light. Have you ever seen the light? Yes, I did. I don't see it anymore. So they kind of got her to talk about her kids, which really gave that love connection back. And they said, look for it. She found it and she walked into it. Okay, this girl basically saw that Mm -hmm. and she returned it, which I think is beautiful, right? Meanwhile, she's got the other ones yelling. Now, there's a a gentleman that um, I don't know what year, but he was also very erratic. And this will give you another idea of, of how spirits can be caught in his death state. He was a young gentleman who had just bought an engagement ring for his girlfriend, was very excited, and got killed in a motorcycle accident about two blocks away from this house. So when all that light gathered together, he was drawn to it. Now, this one is extremely erratic. He was a little newer in passing and was um, zipping around. Um, he didn't know how to use his energy and he was just angry and anxious and that's how he appeared. He was here and then he was there and then he was over here and the next thing he was just yelling in the side of her face just Mm -hmm. screaming at her. And they finally got a little bit of the story and he just wanted to get a message to this girl. And the other ladies didn't know what to do because this girl couldn't, couldn't communicate back to them what he was saying because it was too fast, too loud, too much and very, very angry and very upset. Of course he was. Mm -hmm. 
And so before they went back, they wanted to come and get me and tell me, you know, what do we do? I said, well, first of all, you tell them you have to find out what year this is because if you promise them that you're going to go give this information, you don't want to, you don't want to ever promise anything you can't do. Mm-hmm. You see what I mean? Sure. It, it could have been 1940, mm-hmm. you know? So the girl's going to be fine. They're working with her and getting her to be able to close, shut that off and, and shut it down. And they've got her going on the right path. But, um, we also had to send a group out there to try to find that young gentleman and not leave him hanging out there because that's what gets my heart. Sure. Does that help anything? Yeah. Can, let me ask you this because, I mean, as, as this always does, it always brings up more questions. Yeah, that's um, what I was Doesn't it? It's one of those yeah. things. One of those subjects. Yeah, used to it. <laughs> and, and let me let me ask you this: as we as we kind of dive even even deeper into this, where she's seeing all these these entities, for lack of a better term, that are out there um, that right. are, are are lost, that are, are are trying to find their way or what whatever they're doing. Can they, in fact, see each other, the entities themselves? That's an excellent question, Tony. And I can answer it like this. Sometimes yes, sometimes no. Okay. And I cannot explain why. It seems uh, there was uh, one case that I'm familiar with where the um, the, the husband had passed mm-hmm. and crossed and kept trying to come back to get the wife who had chose to not cross and stay for I can't remember the reason. But um, she was stubborn. And she wasn't, she wasn't, um, she was either hearing him or not believing. Uh, I don't really know. And I don't want to, uh, I don't want to assume, mm-hmm. but, uh, it was almost like, um, sometimes she saw him, sometimes he didn't. And it doesn't seem like if they come to visit that they can stay long. And I don't know the answer behind that. Mm-hmm. Um, but, and I also know that there's been multiple cases, and you'll hear of them, you know, over, you start reading, getting deep into this, you're going to find all kinds of different cases, start putting the pieces together. But there's also seems to be, um, there was a house once where um, there was a little girl, and this was a real little girl, this wasn't something that was portraying a little girl, if you understand what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. She was a real little girl, and she was lost, and um, that's what we call trapped. So... There's another subheading, you know, for a death state. They're stuck in their death state, and they don't know where to go, but they're being controlled by something else that has more energy and more powerful. Not necessarily the darkest of the dark, but mm-hmm. not a very nice person. And I'm going to give you a new thing that you can use, and you're welcome to use this as much as you want, and I'll be pleased if you did. If you, How many different people do you know? Multiples, right? A lot. How many different people have you ever met in your life? Was any two the same? No. No. Okay. Ghosts were people too. Mm -hmm. So if you're a ghost and you're in your death state, you haven't got the earthly garbage off yet. You still have all your pains and your anguish and your anger. And if you had a limp, you have a limp, yada, yada, all the way down the line. Okay. Okay. And if you were an angry, nasty asshole in Mm -hmm. life, you're probably an asshole soul in death i like that i i think we got it yeah i i think that's that's very eloquently put i like that very <laughs> much <laughs> and you're welcome to use it and there's another t-shirt for you yes so. <laughs> exactly <laughs> i'm putting poltergeist say no to asshole. Yeah. <laughs> yeah say no to asshole yeah and that's 
Yeah, and you just said poltergeist too, because that was a perfect example of that. If you remember that story, there was mm-hmm. a lot of you know. You get movies. There's always a little common thread of truth in there somewhere. They sure. got it off of something. And if you remember what the actual problem with that was, was there was um, there was a, a, a guy who was leading a group of people across the desert because I, I think Armageddon was coming or something. I can't remember. Mm-hmm. And he said, if you don't stay here with me, you will die. And had all had him really good and controlled mm-hmm. in life. And I think they went down in this uh, in a cave or something, and then they all basically died together. And he was holding them back in death as well. Mm-hmm. And that's what the whole movie was based on. And then you had all the other stuff. Yeah. But that kind of happened. I mean, you can get held back by mm-hmm. something else that won't let you go to the light. You know what I mean? Sure. And um, so that's and and it's and it's probably just you know an asshole mm-hmm. who wants to have control here. You know, I mean, wherever they are at the time. So, um, and the medium or whoever is there isn't picking that up at first. And then this little girl, going back to what I was saying, the little girl says, you got to hurry up because he's coming. Mm-hmm. And I can't talk to you anymore. So then you have to have people in there that have uh, the ability to hold that back and, you know, deal with him last or, or whatever they've got to do. So that's why I believe if you're going to go into these houses, you really got to have everything. Sure. You know? If that makes any sense. Yeah. I mean, you know, the, the, it's interesting because we talk about, um, you know, all of these and how many of how many there are of these essentially lost souls that are out there that are, are wandering and trying to figure out where to go next. Death sounds like it's more confusing than I think people will expect it to be. <laughs> I mean, I think yeah. a lot of people have it in mind. It's like, OK, you're in heaven or you're hell and you're when you're done and that's it uh, or, or something of that nature. Um it, it, it with the amount of ghosts, for lack of a better term, that that sound like are wandering around out there, it sounds like it's not quite as clear cut of a of a choice, if you will, when you die. Well, I can tell you from my experience, and that's really all I can speak from. Sure. And and again, you know, for those of you out there, this has been a long long education. I mean, I, and I can't explain that. A lot of people say, well, I went to college for, you know, such, yeah. And I think that's fantastic, but you can't hardly study this whole thing all at once. Sure. Every time you think you get one, 20 more questions pop up, then you got to go find out 50 different ideas on that. So you can come up with one thread of truth. Mm-hmm. And like I said, I'm very careful. So, you know, I've learned from a Catholic priest, an Irish minister, Basically, three nuns, two Buddhists. <laughs> yeah, you can go down a Pentecostal yeah. pastor. Uh, you know, you name it. Sure. You know, if you an elder and and a lot of people that I went and sat by on a bench and went, how do you, you know? Can I ask you a question? You know, how did you ever? You know, and you have to put it all together and you have to glean from it and then you go out there and you try to really learn in the field. Yeah, and that's your real teacher. Yeah. Um. So. Yeah, I mean, as far, and that's why another reason I called and I said, listen, there's nothing wrong with the paranormal group. But if you're going in there and, and you're not carrying anything with you that's, that, that's you know, protection, a love's light, the white light, mm-hmm. um, and you can't just say, I, I see a white light, and now I'm good. No, sure. you have to mean that. It is intense. 
Go ahead. Did you have yeah. a question? I just said, sure. I mean, you, you can't just walk in there and, and pretend, you know, or, or like, I'm going to carry the blue light special with me from Kmart throughout this haunt and, and we're going to be all good. Uh, exactly. It's, you know, yeah. and a big black super soaker full of holy yeah. water. There's something for the swag. Yeah. There's something for the swag. You exactly. need to put that in there. Yeah. Ghost, you know, real ghost stories online on the side, a big black yeah. super soaker full of holy water. Yeah. I like that. That'd be great. I don't, I don't know if There's we can. Uh, we have the Snuggie and the super soaker now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but you know, I mean, it's just like anything else, you know. Uh, you know, the people say don't play with Ouija boards. Well, you know, you could hold up a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, and write the message in them. You know, yeah, it's it's the it's, it's the intent, and the intent works the other way too. Sure. You know, um, and uh, and and like I said, you know, something that you that, that people just don't realize they know it. Yeah, you know, they they know you know they can depending on how long they've been here and what their abilities are, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, you, you might have some poor guy who can't get out of the closet, yeah. you know, I mean, he's just there and he knows he's safe. He doesn't know what else to do. It might look like his house. It might look like he might not know where he is. I mean, there's so many different levels. That's why I said, my, you can have, all right, let me tell you this way. I think it's awesome. But if you've noticed over time, like I said, before back then we had three channels, we had very little shows. And mm-hmm. then all of a sudden, boom, it's this great awakening of all these different things. And I think it started out for the right reasons. You know, people always want to know a little bit more about some mysterious subjects. It's almost the last great frontier. Mm-hmm. You know, we've been to space. We've been down to the ocean. You know, hey, you know, what, what, what's going on over here? People want to know. And uh, I believe it started out on the right foot. You had some people out there, and they were just about, they wanted to prove that something was out there because they saw things when they were younger. Fantastic. But they did something different because they were afraid of skeptics, and they didn't want people to be able to say, that's not true, or that picture isn't real, or this was, you know, this. They set out to debunk things, and they took the feeling out of it and just tried to do it with uh, technology technology mm-hmm. if that makes sense not anything mean nothing wrong sure okay and then they take everything out and say, we're not going to go on stealing here you know even if the hair stand up in the back of my you know neck we're not going with that you know because it could be emf you know, it could be a fear cage back wiring the bangs could be pipes in the wall we want to debunk all that and that's fabulous you know because you know you don't have bad entities you got you know squirrels in your attic which isn't that an Aerosmith song, Squirrels? I, I don't know. <laughs> Might anyway, be. You had, <laughs> you've got squirrels in your attic. And you you've got, got squirrels in your attic. Yeah, something like there that. There you go, yeah. right? Yeah, if it isn't a song, it should be. But uh, And that's great. But how do you know, you know? How do you know? Yeah. You know, just by techno. Because I'm telling you, there are ghosts that don't, they don't want to be helped. You know, they mm-hmm. don't want you bothering them. They don't want to cross over the light for whatever reason, and they're not answering your questions. Does, so to go in there, do you see what I mean? Yeah. They're not going to talk into your box. They don't have anything to say to you, and they're not going to perform for your cameras, and they don't want to be on, it's just, it is what it is. They're not. It, they're not. Does their energy and, uh, ever, ever just fade out? Is there, is there an expiration date for ghosts? No. no? No. Okay. No, sadly, no. Because that's that's no. one of those things we had we had talked about, and some people had had said that eventually the energy will will fade. Because I brought up a lot of times when when people are are seeing or or, or, or you know, reporting to to see things, it's it's rare to have uh, an entity that's 
you know, I would say in in these in this country that you witness that's more than two hundred years old. Um, you know, mm-hmm. granted, in a lot of areas there were no people to begin with. You know, prior to that date, for the most part, I mean, there was some Native Americans in some areas, but as densely populated as we are now, there was a lot of just mm-hmm. areas with no people. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I had brought that up, thinking, well, you know, why is that? Why is it that we we seem to only see ghosts, if you will? Of a certain era. Right. Like they might just dissipate over time or yeah. something. And that's, that's what was um, brought up was that they dissipate essentially over time. And, and you're telling you know, me that Johnny, I don't know. Okay. I don't, you know, I, I mean, I know what I've been told. Sure. I have never asked that question and heard it answered from anybody. I would, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. An infinite answer to that. Sure. So I don't know. And I would absolutely write that down and ask somebody that's a lot more scientific and okay. a little bit more educated than I am in that. Yeah. But um, what I've been told and, and stuff that I trust, eventually they're convinced by mm-hmm. their loved ones or their spirit guides. Everybody's got them, mm-hmm. whether you know they're there or not. You're your spirit guide. Everybody's given something to, to help you. You know, you're not allowed to get involved. It's all free will. And your journey is your journey, and you're supposed to do your own thing, make your own mistakes, and learn your own lessons. And that's just life. That's school to, to a lot of people that believe sure. what I believe. Sure. That's just my opinion. Yeah. But um, I think after time, they finally just listen. You it, know? Yeah, eventually they... I don't want to go. <laughs> it's almost out of frustration. They're finally like, all right, I'm giving in. I'm done. Well, yeah. And I mean, a lot of people that are caught in that, too. I've known a lot of people that have been working on people for a while. Nope, they're still not listening. Mm-hmm. Nope, nope, nope. They're still not, you know. And I, I, I honestly don't know what to say you sure. know, about that. But but I also want to calm people and let them know that, you know, it's it's really, it's, it's, it's free will and intent. And I think if somebody, you know, I think you cause your own kind of, Thing like that, like if you're if you're doing a lot of bad things and, and you know you've been, you know, and, and you're afraid to go because the consequences that might be there. That's why I think we have a lot of ass souls deciding to stay here and just keep kicking up what they were doing when they were alive. Does mm-hmm. that make sense to you? Sure, because they're to the other side and realize there is another side now and there may be now consequences that they were ignoring in real life. Yeah, whatever their own mind and heart and sure. might be doing sure. to them. So, I mean, it's real hard for me. That's why I I'm, I try to go in and out. Like I said, I'm more like a calmer. Sure. I don't want to say ghost whisperer because that's like so taken. Let me ask you that, Cisco. I mean, what, what exactly do you consider yourself? If you were to give yourself a title, I mean, what would it be? Um... Other than EPP. Somebody who's, yeah, EPP. EPP. First and foremost, I am an EPP. <laughs> um, a person who cares and somebody who tries to do as much as I possibly can with the little amount of knowledge and ability that I have, because if it was me or one of my children or my loved one, I'd want somebody to help them, period. Okay. Do you, I mean, would you consider yourself a sensitive of, of some sort? Yes. Okay. Yes. And okay. an empath. An empath. Okay. And, uh, yeah. And if you learn about empaths, there's many layers to those. Yep. I am basically, if I had to, had to put a label on it, and I, I kind of refrain from labels because people go, oh, she's a medium. Sure. She's a medium. What's in my pocket? What's in my pocket? Yeah. First yeah. of all, you're bringing me that negative energy yeah. straight up. 
And I'm going to say this to any skeptic that might be listening later on, Mm -hmm. even 20 years from now in the archives, that will be the show. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because people are going to listen. Oh, yeah. Uh, I am not here to prove to anyone that ghosts exist. Mm -hmm. Okay? To me, this belief in gravity is not going to keep you from falling down the stairs. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's out there. There's something out there. And I'm tired of trying to prove to people that there is this, sure. that, or the other thing, proving-wise, yeah. you know, to skeptics. You go ahead and try to prove to me there isn't, and good luck. Yeah. I mean, that, that's what's kind of neat, and I think, about... Our community here is, is the fact that I think all of us, for the most part, kind of go into this not trying yeah. to prove that ghosts exist. I think it's kind of a overall acceptance, uh, for the most part, that we all accept there's something out there. Now let's figure out what they are and, and who they are. Right. Yeah, our focus has kind of shifted from is there something to, okay, there's something, how are we dealing with that? Yeah. Isn't that cool, though? Yeah. And how awesome is that? And it's, I think it's the first of its kind. I really do. I really do. I mean, I think there's people out there talking about it. Yeah. But, um, and, 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 uh, things like that. But this is a community that's reaching out. And I know that people might get annoyed that, you know, this person calls in and does this and this person calls it. You know what? That's what the show's about. You know, and I don't think anybody's trying to mention. I really think everybody that calls in is completely 100% sincere. Yeah. And they're usually sincere out of experience because they, they recognize that voice. They recognize that fear and confusion in somebody else's voice and they reach out to help just like anybody else would, you know, and that's what makes this community great. I really do. I really think that. And I think it's a small fraction of what it is going to be. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that's just my opinion, you know, <laughs> and it's from my heart, but I really believe that. And, you know, there's so many times I want to call and help a, help a kid, but I try to put it all in one call. Native Americans, we try to teach in, in, you know, and a lot of a lot of people do. I mean, it's like a parable thing. There's something in there for everybody, and you you hear what you're ready to hear, and maybe you can take that and then go find your own, you know, uh, finite answer. You know, maybe that's the stepping stone to get you across. You know, but your journey across that river is your own. It, you know, it always starts with the first step. You sure. know, but and I think that's awesome. And- but. Uh, Go ahead. I have a question for you. Um, it's Go ahead, just, we kind of talked about helping people. You know, we've spent, a, you know, quite a quite a bit of time focusing on the Richard and Chattanooga case, and mm-hmm. I think maybe some people were kind of thinking, okay, is this for real, or is this just somebody trying to get their story some attention? Until the last phone call, where there was clearly something there in the phone call that couldn't, you know, it was not him yeah. opening a door. He was laying on the couch. It was well, something. You thought so as well? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But what, it, but what I couldn't, you know what I mean? I can tell his voice. I can tell the fear. Um, but you know, you can't, is that an EVP? I just heard something. No, that's me. That's me. That's, <laughs> that's my, that's chair. my, it's my bad chair. That's the B. I know we joke. Yeah. I know we joke, but the reason we joke is because humor is the best medicine. Yes. And you've got to kind of like exactly. laugh through things sometimes. You yeah. really do. Yeah. Um, and uh, so anyway, I, you know, I mean, I would, I don't want to guess. That would be irresponsible of me to guess about anything like that. If I was there, I might be able to, you know, but I'll tell you something. I wouldn't go alone. 
You know, I mean, and, and that's what I'm saying. You know, you kind of need a team. You know, you could have the, the perfect paranormal investigation. And again, I'll try to do this real quick. You could go in there. You could have, you could have a, a videotape of a figure going down the hall. You could have, um, you know, all the laser grids and something walking through that. You could have a glass shoot across the room and get it on video. You could have an EVP that says, help me. And then you can do history on a house and find out that, Bless her heart, Mabel uh, died in her bed in 1938, and poor Bob, there was a tractor accident in 1956, and I'm not making light of this, I'm just trying to sure. tell the facts. Yeah. Sure. Um, and then, um, you know, and the little girl that's talking to your, your child in the bedroom, that's imaginary, you know, uh, a friend that you think might be ima- not imaginary, um, she's probably the one that died of scarlet fever on the house that Leighton was there before. And that paranormal team went in there with the best, love and intent and technology and education and do you see my point well-intentioned across the board they did everything they're supposed to do and they go to the house and they tell them everything that they found out and then they say and i'm not talking about teams that are out there i'm talking about shows i've seen and things that i know are happening Mm -hmm. um and then they go in there and then they say you know and then they got an evp that says help me Mm -hmm. help you what help you what Help them what? Help them make a sandwich? Mm-hmm. Help me get out of this? Help me find the door? What do you want me to do? That's, you can't take the feeling out of it. You know? Now, if that same paranormal team goes in there with a medium, maybe a trans medium, a psychic, I'm not saying one, I'm saying a couple. Mm-hmm. And then have them get together with what they're coming up with. And then they can tell you, ah, hold on, wait a minute, that, that's not a little girl. She had nothing to do with scarlet fever. That's not, that's not who you think she is. And Mabel, that's not the one that's up there. Mabel's crossed, you know. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and, you know, Bob's just hanging out in the garage. He's never been in the house. There's something else going on here. Mm-hmm. Do you get my point? You can have all the pictures and things yeah. that you want. But, and still, I think it's come full circle to where you, there's so much technology out there. You, we've really almost outdone ourselves to the point of, okay, am I looking at pictures at CJ? Yeah, and at the end of the How day, I mean, again, it just kind of goes back to, okay, we're, we're again proving that there's something going on here, which the owner knew all along there was something going on there. Um, now, now, essentially, other people have proven it to themselves that there's something going on there. And then a lot of right. times they just walk away and problems still right. there. It's just that many more people now know about it. <laughs> and, yeah. And, and, yeah. and now yeah. the, and the, the bless their heart, the poor homeowners are thinking, oh, well, you know, that's just, you know, they got Thanksgiving dinner and somebody asked, what's the empty chair and the sandwich about? Well, Bob, he wanted a sandwich. He yeah. said, we got an EVP that says he wanted a sandwich. We make him a sandwich in there. We sit it there and he's not hurting any. How do you know? Mm-hmm. You know, and then even if it is correct, Okay, when you move out, because you're not going to last as long as they are, who's going to take care of them when you go? And the next homeowner. Mm-hmm. And then the next people that go. Do you see my point? Sure, you know, sure. And how do you know the thing that might have been causing something bad didn't leave when it knew you were coming? And yeah. you, don't, you don't have anything on that. So you can't really. You know, I think it takes a village. I really do. And I could be wrong. And there's some fantastic people out there. There's even crime investigating people with 25 years experience using cadaver dogs and everything that they can think of. And they're so dead on and they find out good information and they're doing fantastic, responsible work. But then you've got these poor kids that are going 
you know, because they want something on a Saturday night. And again, nothing wrong with it. I mean, it's your free will. It's your choice. You know, I'm not bad mouthing anybody, Mm -hmm. but then they bring home an attachment Yeah. because maybe they had an ability and, you know, um, maybe they don't even know it. Maybe that's why they're interested in the first place. Sure. Sure. And they didn't know it. And then you got to get you or you got to get somebody who's got a lot of experience or something else because now you're in something and you can't get out. Yeah. And talk about your, talk about your six stew. What advice, you know, I mean, unendorsed advice essentially, because that's, that's kind of how, how we're taking it too, is I can't endorse anyone to, to help him with his problems. And, and obviously neither can you, but um, just, you know, from a humanistic standpoint, um, Knowing what you do know about his situation from from what he's shared with us on these calls, what direction, if you were in his shoes, would you take, um, you know, in that situation? Well, if he everything Joe said, mm-hmm. because like I said, I don't know Joe, mm-hmm. but I can tell you from what I've heard him say, and I've only heard two of his calls, I think, yeah. that um, he he sounds right on. I mean, I believe in everything he he said, and I agree with what he said as far. And to have a 24-7 phone call, like I said, and I don't know Joe. He's not, you know, somebody that I have no idea. And if you can't, if for some reason he can't contact uh, him and get guidance there, I would, I'm a big believer in, you know, universities usually over, over, over test things mm-hmm. because they don't want to be wrong. So if they have a paranormal department, usually if they've got somebody like that, they can usually go in there and they usually go in there with a psychic and a medium and every kind of technology you can imagine. Mm-hmm. And they usually stay till it's done. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. Like continue to so, follow up, not just a one night. Let's prove there's something going on here, but let's, yes, if the goal is to get stay. rid of it, let's figure out a way to get rid of it. They stay. Okay. And you know, and, and I will tell you something else that, Moving out isn't always the thing, because if it's something that seems to be having a good time, it usually follows you. Okay. And that's something you're going to learn. So you can't just necessarily run from it. You have to deal with it in some way, shape, or form. I would say in some cases, no. I mean, you got to figure, you know, if it was there. I think in his case, the house was was something going on before that. Didn't it get left empty with all the stuff in it? That would have been a sign. And here's something else. For all you homebuyers out there and and people that are deciding to move, if you go to look in a place and you've got a funny feeling about it, don't talk yourself out of it. Go to the next one. Mm -hmm. You know, if you could do it beforehand, if you could have, wouldn't it be nice to have the paranormal team go in before there's an issue? (laughs) I don't know if that's something that a lot of uh, real estate agents would uh, accept. I mean, you can have your home, I want my home inspector to come in and my paranormal investigative team for a night. Is that okay? <laughs> yeah. Nowadays, don't you think that's a good idea? I do. I just I don't think that uh, the local Remax dealer would uh, be all that uh, receptive to it. My uh, my mom's parent or my my parents um, have a a friend or it's a couple that they're friends with that they were recently looking for a rental property as an income property, and they took my mom with them to check out properties to see if she felt weird because she and I we can feel weird about things but we can't see anything and we you know sometimes we are touched by things but you know it's enough if my mom gets the willies out of something they won't they won't do it they will go somewhere else that's enough that's enough i'd say the willies i'd put the willies in front of uh you know i put it right up there with uh 
you know, somebody going by and saying, you, you know, there was a crime here or there was, a, and didn't you say there was some real estate is starting to do that now? Yeah, you know, uh, to, a, an yeah. emotionally impacted property, I believe. Or a stigmatized property. Or a stigmatized wow. property. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's... And usually, I think that's probably has the same effect as, do you remember it was in the 70s where there was a big fight about putting the censorship stickers on the albums and stuff? Remember, I think Lars from Metallica and John Denver and the guy from Twisted Sisters, they were all arguing about, you can't put stickers on our albums mm-hmm. and say they're censored and all that. What happened to the album? They, 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 threw, the they threw the roof. There was the best thing that ever happened to them. <laughs> so, threw the roof. And I think it's the same thing with, you know, haunted, you know, haunted uh, things. And I think that's why yeah. a lot of these towns and stuff, these, there's towns thriving on that. Yeah. You know, I mean, you go down, there's a certain town now, I won't mention it, but, and it's a lovely place, a lot of history. And you walk down it, and the uh, <laughs> the amount of ghost tours, mm-hmm. and they, there's what there's like fifteen in a row. Yeah, it's it's you its know? own and industry in some cases, and it's, it's yeah, you know, and it's yeah, the past twenty years, and it all started with just this big awakening of people getting you know, and I think it snowballed. I really do, and I think uh, Richard, uh, excuse me, not Richard, was this part. Um, Joe said it too, and he said it's it's kind of been big in the past twenty years. Yeah, mm-hmm. and and I think I heard Jenny go. I wonder why. Think about it. Yeah. Think about it. Have you seen? You know some of the stuff on TV now. Have you sure. seen? We've come a long way from you know Gilligan's Island and the Waltons and stuff like that. I mean, it's all bigger, better, faster, more. And I'm not saying it's well. You know, I'm not saying censorship or anything like that. I I, I believe in free will and choice and First Amendment and the whole shebang. But can you imagine energy? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. When you have positive energy, positive energy is drawn to that. Mm-hmm. You know, it has negative energy, negative energy. You know, and it might just be that one individual, you know. And I believe Jenny was talking about it the other day, too, about uh, something you might not know, uh, how true it is about mm-hmm. the alcoholism and, you know, alcohol. Uh, drug. Do you know that there's spirits that were alcoholics? And did that, you know, uh, in their life and died for whatever reason mm-hmm. that are drawn to bars because they want to jump into somebody who's drinking. Sure. That makes sense. I mean, Not, it's... yeah, because they can't drink it. They can't taste it. They can't, mm-hmm. you know, and they can if they do that. And not every blackout is just because you drink too much. Interesting. Oh, wow. Very interesting. I know you, you think about it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it scares the heck out of you. It does. Know? Yeah. It's true. Mm-hmm. I know sure. you, you wanted to uh, to to talk about uh, another one of our, our frequent callers to the show, Mary. Oh, yes. Hi, big shout out and big spiritual hug to Mary. Okay. <laughs> yes. I found it extremely interesting for, for two reasons. And this is, you know, to, to talk about the people that get annoyed. Why don't you just tell them through? Listen to the ones that people are calling in to tell you. They're multi-layered. She, she, she's a very smart woman. As far as I can tell, she's just, she, she, she's got it. And mm-hmm. she, she learned about it. And it's, um, and, and she's kind of putting it out there. And she took a very personal experience. Now, that's a gift mm-hmm. to take a, to be given something like that. And threw it out there to maybe help people. Mm-hmm. Um, she said that her, her dad was passing. Now, from that call, I got all the cool stuff she said, and I thought it was very neat. Her family was right there with her. I think she said she took her, her daughter, um, took, said, you can go in the car with my daughter. We'll take you to where we're moving our dad. You know, that, that, how, how cool was that, that her family is so accepting and, and right there with her? That's mm-hmm. awesome. You remember that? Yes. Yeah. And then she, yeah. And then she said that 
other spirits were there. She wanted to know if anybody ever heard of this, that um, not only was her dad talking to him, but she also said, and this is a good educational little spot right here, that he not, was not only talking to, I believe I could be wrong, his, his, his just past wife, his last marriage, his wife, and then his other wife from the former marriage was there, and they were there kind of sort of together hanging out. Mm-hmm. And talking to him and helping. There's another clue. Earthly garbage, I call it. You know, earthly lower vibrational things like jealousy and things like that. Just if they crossed over, they don't have that anymore. They're all part of the same soul group. Mm-hmm. We say soul mate, but it's really you're part of the soul group, you know. Mm-hmm. And if it's a love connection, they're all there for that. And that's all that's there. They just care about that one thing. And that's awesome. And then she said she heard the walker hitting uh, the doors, and she said she was very distinct. You know, it was the same sound her, her dad made. And I thought to myself, huh, that answers one of my questions, that it's not, it's almost like the, the soul leaving or the body leaving before they're actually gone. And I thought that was a little bit closer to death, so I learned something there, and that coincided with some other things that I you know, it was kind of a little piece there that mm-hmm. connected some other stuff. That's what that was really cool. And um, he hadn't even passed, you know, he hadn't passed. So I know in people that are in comas and maybe Alzheimer's and things like that, that seems to happen a lot as well, too. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then she said something that, was, that, that I thought was cool. Did she didn't tell you she was communicating with the ones that were knocking and stuff, did she? I think she said that one of them might have been Uncle somebody that she thought was Uncle somebody, but she didn't say that she was. They were conversing with her and she was hearing them. Mm-hmm. You're That's right. the same as me. Same as me, because I don't hear the ones that are still here. I only hear the ones that have crossed over and come back. Okay, and visit. I have to go with somebody who can hear them, and I call them seers, and, you know, there's yeah. other words for it. But they see, some can see, but not hear, and mm-hmm. some can talk to and communicate with the ones that are still in their death state, and some cannot. And I'm more of the ones that, the ones that are already passed over, mm-hmm. you know, and then I accidentally walk up, and like she said, complete strangers, and you just happen to walk under the love light, and I guess it seems that they see that you have this light and this ability or whatever, and they're hoping you can you can hear them because I'm betting not everybody can and not everybody responds well to it. And then, you know, yeah, I hear you, you know. Sure. <laughs> yes, I can hear you. And then, yes, you know, what's the message? Okay, who is it? You know, okay. You know, now i got to go over here and do this. And she pretty much said the same thing with her call, yeah. uh, I believe, with the tsunami. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, how cool I, is that? I, I can't imagine, you know, the first time that she did that, you know, it's got to be a little bit unnerving at first, you know, I, I suppose mm-hmm. there, there must be a bit of a comfort level that gets to it after you've done it a couple of times. But but off the, right off the bat, you know, not knowing what you're about to walk into, that's got to be a little bit uh, awkward, you know, for to say the least. You get a lot of responses. I bet. You know, that are different. You know, I mean, it's it's um, it's kind of and I'll be I'll be very honest with you. The first uh, couple of times it happened, mm-hmm. I was I didn't know what to do. And I didn't do it. Sure. And I regretted it horribly. Mm-hmm. And what what right do I have? Yeah. You know what I mean? And I felt horrible about that. And you can't really go back and fix that because they're strangers, you know? Do you, you can only hope and, you know. Do you ever get a negative response from anyone where they 
where they don't want yes. to hear what you're about to tell them or what you do tell them? Yes, and it's usually very quick. Yeah. You know, it's very like, you, did you ever watch Ghost Whisper? I do not. No. Okay. Watch like, I'm not, I'm not a big fan of the shows, but I know how to filter them. Mm-hmm. You know, I know that, you know, they're produced and they're edited and, sure. and yada, yada. But Ghost Whisper is actually um, very much uh, not only a consultant, but I believe he uh, executive produced, and that is James Von Prague. Mm-hmm. And if you pull his name up on the Internet, and let me tell you about mediums and books and things like that. This is real quick for, for everybody. The Internet's wonderful, but it's also, ugh, it can be it can be bad, and it can be harsh on mediums, because this is basically like anything else. The first 20% of the people that maybe talk to a certain medium will, will love him, and the, the last 20% will hate them, mm-hmm. and then somewhere in the middle is the truth. Mm-hmm. You know, mediums, like I said in the beginning, mediums, they, they put out stuff, you know. Now, and people, a lot of people don't understand, but he only, he won't even have, he'll have nothing to do with the negative. He only deals in the light. Um, and, you know, not endorsing him, just saying the whisper, ghost whisper is based a lot on what he does and how he sees things. Mm-hmm. Um, after the first, you know, season, I think it kind of got a lot of producer involvement in there. Well, we really have to have some bad stuff, you know, sure. but that's, that's, that's just the way Hollywood is. Mm-hmm. But those reactions and the way sometimes they pop up and each one is kind of different. That's, that's very much how it is for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, like I said, I don't see them. I, I shut that off real early, you sure. know, and you can ask, well, how did you shut it off? You know what? I'm not sure. I said, basically I stood up and I said, look, I'll do this. If I can do some good, you know, mm-hmm. I have to, have to be within my culture. I cannot, you know, I will never you take money or anything else. You know, there's been times I had a dollar fifty in my pocket and I had to get across town. Mm-hmm. And I'm a very simple woman. You know, I I, I work, I pay my bills, and that's pretty much it. Sure. You know, and and I say, if you want me to do this, if this is something I need to do, I need some help here. Sure. And darn if I won't find a five dollar bill in the pants I'm putting on. <laughs> I'm just saying. You yeah. know, That's I made that part up, but boy, if it, stuff like that happens. Yeah. You know, yeah. and that's all spirit, and that's why everything goes to them. And I don't know whether it's my ancestor spirits and stuff like that, and my mm-hmm. spirit guide helping me, or theirs, yeah. or if they're all working together. Sure. And I think the latter is the truth. I think the latter is the true. I really think they're all working together because I've there's been places that I've been drawn to, and it will not leave me alone until I do it. You yeah. know, and that's why I say I'm not a ghost hunter. I don't go knocking on doors and go, "Oh, yo, do you need your house cleaned? I got a special running." <laughs> sure. Yeah. No. No. It comes and finds me. They yeah. come find me. Sure. You know. Not weird, but it's true. It's very interesting. Um, yeah. Cisco, we love having you on the show. We love your calls. And this has been a great, a great, uh, I think, initial interview. And, and we would love to have you back again much more frequently to, to weigh in on this stuff. Uh, I think you guys are wonderful and you're doing a wonderful thing. And I appreciate you thinking that I might have something that might give you a little insight. Now, if you've got, go, go read, go study, go, <laughs> go collect information because it's a can of worms, but it's, oh, yeah. but it's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing if you can get an answer in just one little part of this. It's a beautiful thing. And I would love, I'll tell you what, I've got a great Halloween story for you. I would love to tell you about uh, last Halloween I spent uh, on the battlefield in Gettysburg. And okay. I did some beautiful things. So, 
We would okay. love we would love to hear that story, yes. and let's uh, let's hear that story before Halloween this year. So in the coming week or two, let's uh, let's reconnect again and and make it another episode. Absolutely, love anytime, and you guys are wonderful, and you've got my whole heart and love light wrapped around you. So go get them, kiddos. All right. All right, thank you. Thank you, Cisco. So that about does it for this episode of Real Ghost Stories Online. Thanks to our guest Cisco for uh, for joining us, and of course, we will have her back on. Again, very, very soon. I hope so. I enjoy her so much. It was a great, uh, great interview. Hope you guys enjoyed it as well. Remember, if you've not done so yet, please become an EPP on our website. That's an extra podcast person. You get a bonus episode every single week of the show. Get access to some exclusive video and extras that we'll be releasing throughout the year. And the knowledge that you're supporting the Real Ghost Stories Online community and keeping us on the air. It's only five bucks a month. And uh, it goes a long way to uh, helping us keep the show going for you. Check it out at realghoststoriesonline.com. So, for Jenny Bruski, our guest Cisco, I'm Tony Bruski. Thank you for listening to Real Ghost Stories Online.